Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Road Coach Podcast, the show where I share what I've learned from years of living on the road through research and experimentation, so that if you're like me and you spend most of your time away from home, you can not only survive, but thrive, even when you are out of your element. And if you're a regular listener, you'll notice that I took a week off from doing the podcast. It is now two episodes after I would typically publish uh, on the following Friday. It is March the 1st, and I am at Canadian Digestive Diseases Week 2024, which is a major GI conference. Uh, If you don't know, I am in the gastroenterology field. I'm a product specialist for a medical company in that space, and uh, this is one of the major conferences that we attend every single year. And lo and behold, believe it or not, prior to this, I got the stomach flu or a gastro bug as some people call it and it ripped through my entire household so I uh, I need to take a couple days off and that included from the podcast because I could not get more than about 20 feet from my bathroom and then after I got it it went through my girls as well my wife and my daughter and they've been about two days of cannot basically leave the bedroom bathroom area one in a sink one in a toilet <laughs> back and forth and if you've been there you know exactly what I am talking about um, and I thought it was interesting because as I was telling people, colleagues and friends and family, uh, I'm hearing a lot of people saying, yeah, it's going around. There's a lot of people getting this, this gastro bug and, uh, you know, since for some people it lasts 12 hours, some people it's 24 hours, you know, no one knows what's going on, but, you know, it seems to be general consensus that it is something that's going around. And I thought, you know what, I'm in, you know, I work in gastroenterology. Um, it's something that happened to me and basically wrote off half of my week this week, uh, left me with a couple of sleepless nights, and I'm at Canadian Digestive Diseases Week uh, as we speak, talking about GI um, disorders, diseases, treatments, new technologies, etc. Is is all part and parcel of what I am doing for work this week. And I thought, you know what? What a better what better time is there than to talk about the science behind what happens in your gut when you get that stomach flu. Um, and so at first, when this happened to me, I thought, you know, maybe I ate something weird. Maybe, you know, maybe I ate some uh, milk or cream that had gone bad, or maybe, you know, maybe my yogurt had spoiled or eggs or something like that. And I'm going through the last 24 hours in my mind of, of what I could have eaten that maybe was no good anymore. And it just upset my stomach. And I couldn't think of anything, A, that I, that I knew wasn't good, or B, that my wife and daughter hadn't all hadn't also eaten and, and nothing seemed to affect them. And I thought, you know what, it must be, it must be some sort of stomach flu. Um, and then sure enough, when my girls got it, you know, 36 hours after I did, I knew that it was me that probably brought it home from my last flight, you know, halfway across this country. And it just took a couple of days to manifest in myself. And then of course I passed it on to them. Um, and so, what is the stomach flu? What happens to us when we get it and what causes it and what happens after the fact? Um, I thought that would be a good little explainer episode for people, especially, you know, if you're in the same boat as me and you're in this cycle of this stomach flu that's going around. So stomach flu is essentially what's called gastroenteritis. So I just pulled up the GI Society um, website which is badgut.org, that talks about, in general, what gastroenteritis is. So if you hear any medical term that ends in itis, what it means is inflammatory or some sort of inflammation is happening. Um, Gastritis would be inflammation in your stomach, in the gastric area. Gastroenteritis means moving into your small intestine, and it's more of the GI tract um, that's affected. There's inflammation going from your stomach into your small intestine, where food is actually digested. And that inflammation is, tends to be what causes the 
vomiting and diarrhea that you're experienced when that you experience when you get the stomach flu. Um, and here it talks, it just gives you a brief overview of what it is. It often uh, comes on suddenly, and that was for me. I sprang up in the middle of the night on Monday night. I was like, oh God, I had to run to the bathroom. And you know, then I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. I couldn't, couldn't stay away from the bathroom um, for more than about 15, 20 minutes at a time. And then by about midday the next day, call it 12, maybe 14 hours later, I had, I could at least not throw up anymore, but I also couldn't keep anything down. Um, and anything that I tried to eat just made things hurt, right? Um, everything seemed bloated and expanding and nothing was digesting and all that kind of stuff. Um, so in a viral version of gastroenteritis, you could have a fever, headache, body aches, chills, and fatigue. And um, the, um, the most common cause of gastroenteritis typically um, especially if it's something that's going around, is viral. Um, and it's typically norovirus that causes it. So um, it can be parasitic, it can be bacterial, um, but the most common is the norovirus. So typically if you've gotten the stomach flu and it's something that onsets quickly, lasts for 12 to 24 hours, and then you're good again. Um, and if it seems to be transmitting between people, it's probably the norovirus, all right? Um, so what happens when um, when we get infected with the norovirus? I'm gonna show you a quick diagram here that I just pulled up. So this is, this is essentially a snapshot, cartoon snapshot of your small intestine. So when stomach enters, you swallow food, it goes down your esophagus, into your stomach. Your stomach creates acid to begin to break down the food that you've swallowed. It turns it into sort of a semi-liquid, sloshy, semi-liquid, semi-solid material called chyme. And it goes into, through the pylorus, into the small intestine. And from there, the small intestine is what does most of the digestion of your food and the absorption of nutrients. It's where it mixes with bile from your liver um, to help further help it break down. And the small intestine is where all the enzymes are that actually break down the different components of your food. So different types of enzymes, there's proteases, there's lipases, there's amylases. Um, anything ase is, is some sort of enzyme to break down a specific component. Um, so a protease would break down a protein, a lipase, lipid would break down a fat, amylase would break down starch, etc. And these sort of finger-like projections that you see are in your small intestines. Um, they're called villi. Um, one is a villus, multiple are called villi. And when you spread them out, if you were to spread out the surface area of them, they make up more than the surface area of a football field inside all of us. The small intestine is about 21 feet long. It's all curled up and wrapped around in our, in our bowels, uh, in our, in our uh, stomach area. And um, these villi increase the surface area so that there can be more absorption of food along that 21 foot stretch. Interestingly enough, the enzymes that are on these villi to help break down food get more complicated as they move up. So towards the top of the each villus is like lactase, for example, to break down lactose and amylase to break down um, more complex starches, things like that. Um, so interestingly, um, people who are uh, celiac or gluten intolerant, that 
tip, typically, of the, of the um, villi is affected in a way that the enzyme that digests gluten is no longer present. Either the villi has shortened, shrunk, tipped over, been damaged, um, and that's why you can't digest gluten if you're celiac. So what happens in gastroenteritis is each of these little fingers get inflamed. They get, and they get angry, essentially. So in the most common cases, norovirus is coming in um, and infecting your entire GI tract and the, the response, the um, immune response is to get inflamed to try and fight off this virus. And when it gets inflamed, it can no longer function properly. So essentially it gets swollen, it gets very red and angry, and that's why it essentially cannot digest anything anymore. And you just excrete everything, whether it's through the top hole or the bottom hole, ain't nothing staying in there while this virus is in there and all of your cells um, are inflamed in your small intestine. And then once the virus is actually out of your body, it takes time for these cells to calm down. And so over time, as the cells calm down, it will begin to build up the enzymes that they used to hold starting from the bottom up. And eventually you'll get back to the point where you can eat a normal diet again. But if you have experienced this stomach flu, a great thing to remember is just because you've stopped throwing up and you can keep food down doesn't mean that you can immediately digest the most complex foods in your diet right away. So if you've experienced this and you have, you've, you've got the stomach flu and you've now recovered and it's maybe the next day and you're thinking, okay, I feel like I can, I can eat food. If you go ahead and eat a lot of complex, difficult to digest foods, you will immediately get bloated and feel like it's not digesting. So I would not recommend that you would, that you immediately go and eat, you know, for example, a heavy cream type based meal. Don't, don't eat a lot of gluten, things like that. Stick to simple, easy to digest foods. So basic, um, like um, crackers, bread, things like that, that are very easy to digest carbohydrates, something sugar-based if you can, um, something that will give you energy, but is very easy to break down. Um, and then get to your more complex, you know, um, dairy type products, um, meats, and um, things like that later on, you know, a day after, two days after you've, you've recovered from this, um, before you start introducing those types of food and you'll find that you can still consume calories without feeling, you know, like you're going to bring them back up um, as your villi tend to um, heal and become less inflamed. So I hope this episode helps you. I hope you have not experienced the stomach flu lately. And as always, if you have any topics you'd like us to cover, um, reach out to us on YouTube or uh, leave us a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting app. And until next time, I hope you're not only surviving, but thriving, even when you are out of your element.